Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Have you ever been asked to be in a wedding? Maybe someone wanted you to be a junior bridesmaid or an usher. Maybe they wanted you to light the candles or spread flower petals. If you have, you know how crazy the wedding planning rehearsals can be. That's what Maria finds out in this shoebox kid's mystery. This time, Maria has a real problem. She's excited about being in her aunt's wedding, but everything is going wrong. Should she refuse to be a junior bridesmaid? Can you figure out what happened to Maria's missing dress before she does? Chapter 6. It's Missing Bright shafts of light streamed through Maria's bedroom window. When the alarm clock buzzer buzzed for the tenth time, a hand shot out from underneath the pillow and covers and shut it off. You better get up, Maria. We have to leave in an hour for the church. Mr. Vargas's rich baritone voice called from downstairs. Why does Dad always have to sound so happy in the morning, Maria wondered, as she started to drag herself out of bed. Suddenly, Maria's eyes flashed open. Today is Aunt Angie's wedding day. She must be really happy, and I should be happy for her, too. Somehow, this was the first time Maria thought about being happy for Angie instead of feeling sorry for herself. I really have been selfish, she decided. All at once, she was eager to go to the wedding. She flung the covers off and stood up. Hey, she said out loud, my neck doesn't hurt at all. Just to test it out, she tossed her black hair behind her shoulders with a flick of her head. After showering quickly, she dressed in a pair of nice jeans and a shirt. Before leaving her room to go downstairs to eat breakfast, she took the dress out of her closet and laid it on the bed. As usual, Mr. Vargas was pacing back and forth, waiting for everyone to get in the car so they could leave. He glanced at his watch and paced harder. Maria! Yo-Yo! Chris! he called upstairs. Coming, Chris said. I'm coming too, Yo-Yo announced as she lugged her doll Liberty and a pink suitcase full of doll clothes downstairs. Chris was right behind her. He was wearing his blue suit. What are you going to do with Liberty and all those clothes, Yo-Yo? Going to dress her up for the wedding, Yo-Yo said. Maria was carrying her dress. She went outside and got in the car with Yo-Yo and Chris. Mom and Dad came out a few minutes later, and soon they were on their way to Angie's wedding. Mrs. Vargas started going through her checklist. Everyone have their seatbelts fastened? Yes, Chris, Yo-Yo, and Maria said in unison. Yo-Yo, did you bring your blue barrettes for me to put in your hair? Uh-huh. Mrs. Vargas turned her head to see Chris. You certainly look nice, Chris. Maria felt sort of funny being the only one in the family who wasn't dressed up already. But Mom had said it would be a good idea to wait and get dressed at the church. That way, nothing disastrous would happen to the dress before the wedding. Maria gazed out the window. Springtime was her favorite time of the year. It was warm outside. The trees and grass and flowers smelled pretty. Suddenly, she was incredibly happy. This is going to be the best wedding, she decided. Angie and Ben are going to have a beautiful wedding, and I'm going to be part of it. When they drove into the church parking lot and got out, Mrs. Vargas noticed Maria's happy attitude. You seem awfully happy all of a sudden, Maria, she said. Maria laughed. I am. This is going to be the best wedding. I'm happy for Angie. Maria locked her arm in her mom's, and they walked into the church together. Maria even felt like skipping. She felt so happy all of a sudden that she was sure nothing could ruin the day. Absolutely nothing. Several people were already unloading stuff in the multi-purpose room for the reception that would start after the wedding. Mrs. Swartz, one of the deaconesses, came over and asked Mrs. Vargas if she could help cover tables and arrange centerpieces. Hello, Maria, she said after a moment. Hi, Mrs. Swartz. When Mrs. Swartz saw the dress, she drew in a deep breath and seemed to be genuinely admiring it. 
"'Why, that is beautiful, Maria. I'm sure you look very pretty in it.' Maria blushed. She sort of wished she could run and put it on right away. "'She's absolutely beautiful in it,' Mrs. Vargas agreed, winking at Maria. Maria knew what the wink meant. It meant that Mom had been right all along, and that most of the time moms were right, and that their children should try to remember it. Maria smiled back. "'Can I go put it on right now?' Maria asked after Mrs. Swartz had left. "'Let's wait for a while,' Mrs. Vargas suggested. "'I need to help with the tables first. "'Why don't you lay the dress on this table "'while I go find a hanger to hang it on?' "'Maria noticed that some mother had left a diaper bag on the table, too, "'and she wondered whom it belonged to. "'When she looked around, all she could see was a strange man holding a small baby. "'The diaper bag must belong to him,' Maria thought. "'Just then Jenny opened a door, and Mrs. Wallace came in holding a wide box. "'She gently carried it over to another table and set it down.' Maria thought she could see beads of perspiration on Mrs. Wallace's forehead. "'Hi, Jenny,' Maria called. Jenny saw Maria and waved. Mrs. Wallace went out and brought in one more big box and set it beside the first box. "'Hi, Maria,' Jenny said when her mother came back in and she could close the door. "'You must be really excited.' Maria smiled. "'I'm a little nervous. I probably won't even be able to walk up the aisle by the time the wedding starts.' "'Jenny, will you help me set up the wedding cake?' Mrs. Wallace asked. She had already taken the biggest cake out of its box and set it on the table. Jenny very carefully lifted the second biggest cake to her mother. Maria didn't think she had ever seen a cake so beautiful. It was round and had three layers, and each layer was held up by four white columns. It made her think of pictures she had seen of buildings that had white marble columns. Mrs. Wallace took the last layer and carefully set it on top. Maria giggled when Mrs. Wallace finally took her hands away from the cake because everyone seemed to have been holding their breath, even Maria. But Mrs. Wallace took the biggest breath when it was finished. She sighed and let her shoulders drop. Whew, she said. I'm glad that's finished. It's the most beautiful cake I've ever seen, Mrs. Wallace, Maria exclaimed. How do you make all those flowers and leaves? Maria stepped a little closer to the cake, but not too close. She didn't want something to accidentally happen to it. "'Thank you, Maria. I must say it takes a lot of time and patience to make all those flowers.' Mrs. Wallace started to explain how to make flowers out of frosting. First, you put a piece of wax paper on a little plastic stick with a platform on it. Then take a tube of frosting with a wide, thin tip on it. Twirl the stick. "'Oh, no!' Maria's hand flew up to her mouth as she looked over Mrs. Wallace's shoulder. "'Look!' The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 6, The Wedding Dress Disaster, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.